Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to 26 and Under. You are joining me, Henry, talk about Nichijo. And it's just me. We're going to do this solo. There's no one else here. I'm lying 100%. Joining me, as always, is Matt. Yes, Matt, also here to talk <laughs> about Nichijo. And Robert is here. No, Robert's not here. Rob's here. Rob's here. Rob. Robert. Robert <laughs> Listen, is having stuck. two Roberts is hard on my brain. <laughs> Robert is sadly stuck uh, working all this month, or oh, working true. all this month, so he uh, unfortunately can't join us to record. Yes. Indeed. But we get to talk today about the super fun slice of life that is Nichijo. Yes, that we do. This is a very fun slice of life rapid fire skit show. All right, Matt. Out of the bat, I love this better than school days, or not school days, oh, uh, high, school high school boys. Okay, immensely. That 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 tracks. <laughs> is, is high school boys one of the ones we discussed earlier yeah, that Henry it, was not particularly fond of, but you were like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was one of like the very. It's one of the first like it was first ten, like four. Yeah, it was like one of the very first ones we did for our show, and it folded a very similar thing. It was just like a bunch of like skits and skits in an episode, but there's just the tone of them were different than Nichijo. They were mainly about a bunch of bo- like high school boys doing stupid high school shenanigans. So, like, like it, it, it sounds similar to Nichi Joe, but the way they're both they're both done just very differently. Yeah. Uh, the, it 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 relies more on silly video game puns and uh, yeah, like I mean, one of the best scene, one of the easiest scenes to pull out from uh, high school boys is. They're running to school, eating their breakfast, and then there's the one guy with the plate of curry, yeah. and then the other guy comes up with the with the big ol' meat r- meat stick, carving the meat off of his yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Nichigo is super great. Yeah. So is this is this me? Uh, yeah, jump into it. Okay. So uh, I wa- I started. I initially watched Nichijo when when it was airing. And it was definitely one of those ones that caught my eye just from its presentation and how great it is. Uh, and it's one that I go to rewatch quite often. Um, and it's definitely in the upper echelon of like my favorite shows of all time for anime. So uh, my first impression is I love this show. This show is great. I love every bit of it. I can literally... Res- I literally... As soon as a scene started, knew what scene, knew what <laughs> skit was happening, and it didn't stop the punchline from hitting. Amazing. Um, I went through That's a low written comedy. Like this is this low is, written comedies is the the name of this the yeah. show. Uh, this is a show that I went through a love hate relationship with its uh, second opening, because uh, its second opening uh, sometimes it or when it first did its second op- when it first transitioned yep. transition to its second opening it was. Oh, I don't like this as much as the first. But as as time went on and I watched it over and over again, I'm like, oh no, this is so yeah. much better. Yeah, it is. Um, Rob, what do you think? Uh, this was great. I was a few episodes in when I definitely sent Matt a uh, WTF <laughs> is this stuff. <laughs> Which I've done with a few of the shows. But this yeah. is the one where like, what the, what am I watching? <laughs> Why? I was enjoying every moment of it up to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> we're watching fun, lighthearted comedy. We're watching yeah. 
and something else we're watching simple normal day activities being sent to the extreme while still being simple and normal day activities yeah, so yeah. The, the series was great front to back uh it was it turned up the wholesome so much yes like the second to last episode every time makes me cry it's understandable <laughs> So our plot for the show is actually really, really simple. It covers two years. Shouldn't we talk about uh, the cast first and the plot? That's usually how. I feel like we can talk about the characters more than the plot. So I wanted to quickly cover it first. That's that's fair. Yeah, because the plot is really simple. We just cover two years of the three of all four of our main characters. Yeah, where we have. I don't know how many main characters there, this series has at this, this point. This star- series has effectively six main characters. Yeah. Is it the two trios? It's the two trios. It's the yeah. two trios. It's Hakase, Sakamoto, Nano, and then it's uh, Mio, Ar- Mai, Mai, and Mio, Yuko, and Yuko. There Mai, yeah. And uh, those that's our effective cast. They're the people that are in most of the opening. They're the people that get all the side like little yeah. little gag things that aren't actual like when when it's things. when it's my da- the the my daily life episodes are about those six sometimes there were a couple that were about there were a few yeah there were a couple about Nakanojo there were a couple about uh uh the go soccer club before they got their own episodes there were a couple about <laughs> yeah well, there's a couple about the girl that's in love with the gu- the guy that's uh that rides the goat everywhere. Yep. Isn't that like every girl in this? <laughs> no, it's only two. No. Yeah. It's only two. It's only Mio and her and the super sundere. Yeah. <laughs> was was Yuko not? Nope. Yuko. Was, was I just confusing the two because they have such a similar design? Do they? I wouldn't say they do. <laughs> like the whole point of Mio's design is she's got the woodblock no, hair. Mio. Uh, Oh, are you talking about the Sundari girl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yuko and the Sundari girl have... Yeah, they have very similar designs, but they are extremely different people. They, they are. <laughs> You're not wrong. I just... Mm-hmm. Like, if I was not looking at the uh, screen and looked up on occasion and not fully processing exactly what was going on, yep. it was like definitely thought Yuko also was crushing on Goat Boy for at least a little while. Nah, she... So here's the thing, right? So here's the thing that I kind that kind of goes on is, Mai and Yuko are very much living in the moment. They don't. They're not. They're not as. They're not as boy focused, or they're not as going through the puberty stages of falling in love and all that stuff as uh as Mio. Mio. Is. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of Mio's character. She's the. Uh, she's the character going through the puberty swings of falling in love with somebody and dealing with the love from afar. Meanwhile, Yuko is dealing... Yuko's character is all about the character that ca- just can't study, can't do anything. No, she is isn't, the, isn't the, the, the very typical, yeah. I live in the now. Yeah, isn't growing up. And then Mai is the uh, stoic... Uh, she she she's the one that's hard to catch exactly what her character is as an archetype because she just feels like a lot of times she's there for jokes but she's actually a very caring and kind person and she does most of her stuff to like help help her friends come out of 
whatever kind of weird or like be friendly and but but she also does the things to egg them on as well oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's she's a little she's a little gremlin yeah and it's great so so that's one trio yeah and then we have the other trio yeah and our other trio is nano who is a robot that was made by hakase who is an eight-year-old Super genius. Yeah, eight-year-old super genius. As, <laughs> as you do. That is just an eight-year-old. Yeah. She's a super genius and only the fact that she made Nano. Otherwise... I mean, she makes, she makes a bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah but she's Nano. still an eight-year-old. Yes. <laughs> she is a super genius in the fact that she is able to make these crazy inventions. That doesn't stop her from uh, being an eight-year-old. But then she's just a normal eight-year-old. <laughs> and then we have Sakamoto, who is a cat that has a scarf that lets him talk. Matt, that's Mr. Sakamoto? Only sometimes. He is the eldest person in that household. <laughs> yes. And deserves to be treated with respect. Yes, he's... Both literally and by cat years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that that is more... Of, that one is more along the lines of watching a, dis- uh, a non-standardized family living their yeah. daily lives. Mm-hmm. As opposed to where, where we watch the high school trio of friends... That meet up at the start of the year because none of them actually knew each other before the uh, school year started. The school year started as that's what uh, Mio brings up is Mi- Mio and Yuko have an argument. And they're like, we only knew each other from from since day one of high school. That argument was so silly. Yeah, but uh, you have so they're the t- they're the we became friends in our first year of high school and became really close. Yeah, and then you have the family that is a cat a eight-year-old and a robot yep and that's that's the first half of the show yeah is that dynamic and then the second half of the show is nano finally gets to go to high school and be a high school girl and becomes a part of the first trio the first three yeah part of their friend group which is alluded to in if you watch through the ending credits of every episode the ending credits are showing yuko and my and nano Walking in the same direction, in red, getting ready walking to, towards each other to yep. cross paths when mm-hmm. we move to the next opening, um, and also the fact that this anime uh, has twenty six different endings and two openings. It. I always was like, <laughs> I get like to the ending, and I was like. Oh, I, like my brain was automatically going like, "Oh, I should skip this," and I was like, "No, wait, this is different." <laughs> <laughs> Every time, and then you because it does that, so you stay after to get the little extra nuggets whenever they put them in. Yeah, which they do in almost every episode. Yeah, yeah. Any episode that they end on a cliffhanger of a joke without a punchline, the punchline, the punchline after the credits, right after yeah, the credits. But it's always so you can hear whatever rendition of their credits they decided to do. Yeah, it was it was it's beautiful. The the episodes are very beautifully constructed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's typically two or three like longer skits where the joke requires a little bit more setup. And then they they also sprinkled in uh the artist did a bunch of other things. Yeah, so uh it, oh, what did he call it? Helvetica uh, standard. He did Helvetica standard, yeah. He did two different effectively what are media series in the show, which is Helvetica standard and then love like i think is the other one that sounds right so they it or there's uh, also the word time well wor- yeah word time is more along the lines of he's making a pun with whatever's going on 
but uh, those weren't in media. Those weren't in universe media like Helvetica Standard and Love Like are. Oh, okay. So Love Like is effectively uh, showing like silly little romance gags, and the only time that it actually involves any of our real characters is in the very last Love Like joke. Yep. Um, and then Helvetica Standard is literally an in-universe manga that is just re- really, really crazy <laughs> shit with just all absurd characters. Uh, my glasses, my glasses, my glasses, my glasses, my glasses. I may have accidentally watched that one twice. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. I need you to pay your rent <laughs> to, the, to the little finch and the raccoon. <laughs> she's she's hounding this finch and raccoon for rent sparrow. money. Sparrow, that's what it is. <laughs> because the bird didn't have any money to sparrow. Yeah. In the English pun. <laughs> the translation, they managed to do a translation puns really, really well. Yeah, they really did. The, uh... Yeah, like this show is all about puns and tra- like wordplay. Uh, one of my favorite one is the the yakisoba uh, joke. <laughs> oh, the yakisoba! Oh, you said yakisoba. Yeah, I got you yakisoba. Yakisoba. Thanks, yakisoba. Yakisoba. I asked for yakisoba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, where are my noodles? What noodles? The one that comes with yakisoba, but you got yakisoba. No, no, no. It was, where's the rice to go with this? All right, yeah. You didn't ask for rice. You asked for yakisoba. <laughs> no, where's <laughs> yakisoba? <laughs> uh, it's just a. Uh, every time you can think, like, anytime you can just think of a. Like, the, anytime you think of one of their silly skits, even the skits that don't have real dialogue attached. Yeah. Like the one, like the the punchline for the skit where they're getting, where they where they're standing outside the vending machines and the cop comes up and he's like, "There's a person that is using fake counterfeit bills, and he uses a brown tote bag with a red yeah they had a red brown stripes. yeah." I can't let you see this. Here's some money. Uh, you need to let me see your bag now, miss. No, no, no. And then yeah, Mio, lights, Mio has Mio that, that, that same everybody one. Everybody out. I had seen that skit so many times, and it came up, and I was, still laughed just as hard. Oh, I mean, yeah. everybody's seen the suplexing the, suplex the, the deer at deer. least the once. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> and the principal yeah. suplexing the deer still gets you every yeah. time. So, so this is exactly how I thought this episode would devolve into, is just <laughs> us talking about these skits. So that's really what I wanted to kind of break it down into. So, yeah. Rob, what are some of your favorite skits from the show? Um, the the principal suplexing the deer was actually one of my favorites, not because of how ridiculous the deer and the principal were, but because of Yuko's reaction. Oh yeah, to all of it, and then her rushing back to class to tell everybody, and then like, no one's gonna believe me at all. Nope. I, I mean, why the, am I even trying? I'll the, go. I'll go stand in the hall. The I'll just stand in the hall. <laughs> The part of that, the part of that skit that actually doesn't make sense to a lot of um, to a lot of English viewers, I'm going to explain it, is at the very beginning when she's just standing in the hall and she stayed and she's saying haikus, but she always keeps ending them with and in the Sansa River or whatever, mm-hmm. is because when a when a person can't figure out the last line of their haiku in Japanese, you always say that because <laughs> it's exactly the right amount of syllables for the last bit of a haiku. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> 
so she always so she's always doing that because she's trying to like make a haiku and she she, she can't get she to can't, the end of the haiku she can't say the end of the haiku because she doesn't she's completed her thought in the first two that's pretty that's pretty funny <laughs> so she always goes all right that's very on character for her too yeah uh see what were some of the other ones? almost everything at the lab at the shinobi lab <laughs> No, my lab. Uh, I, I think just uh, anytime Nano asks to have the key removed and Hokus. Oh uh, yeah. So I was like, no, no, no. It's too cute. <laughs> oh, what is it? Uh, can you can you take my key? Can you take this key? Yeah, I can do that. Really? And then get all excited and then turn around and just <laughs> picture <laughs> takes a picture. That was so. That's ridiculous. that's not what I wanted. <laughs> Little shit gremlin. Yeah. No, I I agree. A lot of those, um, like the one where the where the crow where they adopt where they pick bring oh, the crow they in the crow. and then they give the crow Sakamoto's scarf and he's like this very nice kind person and he's like it's about time we return this scarf to its its rightful owner and he's like now I must be gone farewell and he flies off with the scarf. <laughs> Ghost soccer. Ghost soccer cracked me up. Oh, go soccer! Go soccer! Is it just go? Soccer? It's go. Yeah, it's go because it's the board game go yeah. plus soccer. So it's go soccer. The go soccer club. Well, the the episode where they actually have the oh the match. That's right. <laughs> the student and the teacher are actually playing go soccer. It's just, just it's just JoJo posting. We, I'll be real honest with you. We need we need you to be the ref. Why? Well, we need a ref to do ghost soccer. Yeah. But I don't... It's, it's easy. Just read this rule book. Just read the rule I book. didn't read that rule book. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. He, no, he's like, even if I did, I don't think I would understand. <laughs> and then they have the other guy that comes up with all the go pieces, and he's just... <laughs> Someone's gonna die. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll have to use my ultimate technique. <laughs> Sensei, forgive me. <laughs> Oh my god, it's it's such what one of my favorite ones, which is actually surprising for the show, was the silent one. Where they're trying to make the card tower. The card tower is so great because you get all the build up for when it finally exactly. does its <laughs> Like you're having all these like oh no, no, they're doing some this is really stupid and it's not making the card tower fall and then Yuko leaves for the half a minute it takes for the lamp to just smash down and destroy it. <laughs> you're just like, when that happens, you're just laughing and you're like, all right, what's going to happen when she like, comes back? Like, a lot of these episodes really made me laugh, but none more than that. And there wasn't a single word. I don't know. I think every time we had the science teacher trying to get Nano. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Uh, the best one for those for me was uh, when she dug all those holes around the the, the spot. <laughs> just thunk. All right, I got her. Go around. Just mohawk. Yeah, it's, it's not going to show again. She's like, ah. Yeah, she just buzzes his mohawk off. <laughs> and just like, it's just a clear thing that just peels away too. Ridiculous. Also, the reveal of his dad also having the mohawk hair. Yes, that was so magnificent. Oh no, uh, other other great one for me is uh, the vice principal doing the strata stuff to the principal. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the statue. The statue was great. <laughs> I was dying. Like, I watched oh. that once this afternoon. I was dying. That was, oh, a, that was a beautiful ending. Oh man, it's so, it's so bad that uh, 
I don't that the kids took your statue and replaced it with my old statue from when I was the principal. Uh, it's vice so principal. Weird. Where do you want us to do with this old statue? <laughs> uh, uh, you, I need you to take this one too. Oh, you want us to take this ugly statue along too? Wow. Hey, put it next to that really ugly one that we already have. <laughs> And then one of my other ones is uh, when, because names are horrible for me, Professor. Ah, uh, Hakase. Hakase, when she's going to take a uh, Sakamoto for a walk, <laughs> like a trap between the two <laughs> dogs. <laughs> so I had seen, so I had seen half of that skit. So I had seen where um, Yuko and Mio are getting bitten by the dogs. Yeah, Yuko, uh, <laughs> Yuko specifically. <laughs> And it's such a good boy. <laughs> I had seen that half. I was not prepared for when Mio gets taken out afterwards. No, here's 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 the uh, like you said. Ta- Hakase takes Sakamoto for a walk, and I just remember Hakase just dragging yeah, Sakamoto just- along like he's a fucking like it's just going now. No, come on, you're joking me. No. If we're talking about like best ones with Sakama with the Nano Trio, yep, it's the glue one. Oh my god! I'm gonna put great. I'm gonna put this glue trap down <laughs> to catch Sakamoto and Nano. Sakam, what, what, what kind of you? idiot's gonna fall for that? Haha, <laughs> 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 Sakamoto, you're stuck in the glue. <laughs> he gets stuck. Yeah, <laughs> and Nano comes in. What are you two doing? Also gets stuck in. <laughs> Their whole dynamic was great. Oh, it's so it's so great because they're all three. They're they're all there's a mature one among them, but they're not smart. <laughs> no. Well, I like I very much liked how they did Sakamoto's character because he is he has this maturity to him, but he's still just a cat. Yeah, <laughs> and they still portrayed him as just a cat. Exactly, it's great. It's it so well written. Beautifully done. How easily distracted he is by the normal cat things after he's... Exactly! I feel like a number of these characters... A number of the characters outside of the two primary trios were written for, like, one-off jokes that just took on a life of their own. Oh, yeah. Probably. The the entire thing with the vice principal when when he decided... Okay, I've done enough of the vice principal doing the straw, the straw, <laughs> the cursed straw doll to the to the principal. I guess it's time to see what happens when we're at his house, and then we do the stuff with his with at his house and his grandkid, and then he's like, "Man, we should do that again." <laughs> his grandson just I got him got him a, a new baseball on a minute. Time to show him, show him, really show him. All right, and then just glean. I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> And he threw a curveball. Curveball. <laughs> or uh uh like Nakanojo, he was uh, just a character design. You can imagine like when he when he was making this character this classroom, right? He just went, I'm gonna draw a dude with a mohawk. And then people were like, I wanna know about this dude with the mohawk, and he yeah. wrote a Oh well, his hair only grows in a mohawk, and then uh, he just kept writing this character even crazier and sillier. They in- he introduced it in such a well done way, though. <laughs> the counselor finally gets up the courage to correct somebody. It's like, you you need to do something about your mohawk. He's like, 
can't. I can't. The counselor is such a fun character, too. <sighs> the counselor finding her brother's porn bag. Oh. <laughs> That's that's not. How do you know this is mine? It could have been planted. <laughs> well, I guess you won't mind if I throw it away then. <laughs> no wait! That's my club president. You you can't throw away something <laughs> something that's not yours. <sighs> or the other teacher just constantly misconstruing things. The yeah. uh, the other teacher trying really hard to not show that he has a crush on the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or anytime he like went to go run everywhere, he's like, "I have to because I'm a faculty <laughs> member." <laughs> so you're running the wrong way. <laughs> it's this way. It's this way. <laughs> Turning around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And I feel like we just have to like while we're talking about like the skits and everything, just have to talk about the amount of good animation in this. Oh. Like it's. Oh yeah. This is so. Last week we had a thing that made me think it was that kept making me think it was Kyoto Annie, mm-hmm. but it was not. And it was very, and you can now see the very stark difference in the quality of animation between. Oh, yeah, the, the way they, they knew exactly how to use their animation budget, yeah, too. like mm-hmm. it's exactly where the punchlines needed that extra. Oomph, it's every like, time with Kyoto animation. This isn't the first like, Kyoto animation we've done for the podcast because we did Tamako Market. Oh, right. Which was also Kyoto animation. You were not there for that one. Really? <laughs> but uh this is but they are always like their alma matter is like high quality good animation above all else, but also making sure that they don't overwork or treat their staff like garbage. Mm-hmm. And, like... You can see that, too, right? So, like, where the background wasn't necessary, there just wasn't a background. <laughs> yeah. And they... And, like, they they did so many big flourishes of animation. Like, when they're doing... When they have... uh In the second part... Or in the second half, whenever they'd have Hakase and uh, Nano doing the hopscotch, the hopping thing. <laughs> yep. That's all just straight animated. And it's very well done. Yeah. And it's so cute. Yeah. This show is extremely wholesome and very well animated and just always feels great to watch. And you you can, after watching it the first time, you can almost always remember characters and like feelings of the characters just like you'll you'll see a frame of a character and be like yeah there's nakanojo or yeah there's the te- there's the teacher or, yeah mm-hmm. there's go soccer dude <laughs> yeah because now now all i can think of is the uh for whatever reason it got into my head the the group of of green clad men that were at first trying to <laughs> oh. to impress the prin- or make the princess entertained the, the and then women. later on a ship <laughs> Well, yeah, was isn't the actual first? I feel like I missed an episode when I was rewatching it because their first introduction is they're having they're trying to catch the princess and get her magical artifacts, and then she she they she throws them out the window and then uh, and then takes over the entire thing, right? Yeah, and then sort of because uh, I remember one of the green guys dropping the uh, wooden cubes yeah. out the window. Yep. And them falling on Mio. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The whole every single time we have that blimp, you know it's gonna come with something's gonna fall on Mio. Until and we get the best one, which is then, Mio falling <laughs> into, into, the, into the ship. Yeah. 
and Yuko being absolutely the only person to notice this, which I'm guessing is supposed to be Yuko just kind of making this it's, stuff up. It's her having a daydream the entire yeah. time. That's why every time it ends, she goes, I'll be, I'll just go stand outside. Yeah, I'll go stand outside. <laughs> They're always her daydreaming, which is why it's hilarious. Yeah. No, like a good another good point of the animation is the the one where she's like, I I got away with not handing in my homework. How do you keep doing that? And then the teacher comes up and just smacks, smacks and, it's, and it's just like a, a long sequence oh of God. different it's head like smacks. Seconds. <laughs> but like, I don't know how many different like studios would be willing to make that commitment of having that long of a break of just different of the effectively the same thing thing. yeah well i mean it's just one of those things where it depends on the passion that you have for the thing that you're making right Mm -hmm. like when you you can tell when a studio doesn't have the passion for what they for what they're making because it very much feels like they're not putting their full effort into it yeah but whenever you see like a kyoto animation uh kyoto animation anime or like uh like We'll, I'll I'll throw the name out and hopefully we don't roll it today. But like no game, no life, for example. Like you can mm. tell the cast for that one, or like it, or the season one One Punch Man people. Yeah, like, they mm. care so much about the thing that they're making that they don't want to have it look bad ever. They want it to always look good. Yeah, yep. Even with the passion, like there's still like a lot of studios that would be passionate about a project that just like that's not a joke that people are gonna. Or that expect are going to try, yeah, like necessarily because it's such an odd thing. Yeah, yeah. like it could have been really easy for like a slow, like a if to be like a slow mo thing, and then like the impact to like reverberate and thud and like drawn out for that time, or even just the like first four, like well, just yeah. smack. I think, and then four panels, but, not the like sixteen or eighteen panels. <laughs> Well, I think it's the whole point of I I will I have to go read the manga for this because this is a adaptation of a manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to go see exactly with it when they when he puts that one in, how he does it. How in he manga. did it because if it's if it, because they might just be adapting like they made that four like yeah like he because it's like it's like watching JoJo's right you hit the you hit the two minute long aura scene from when he's fighting Steely Dan and you're like. That couldn't have been that long in the manga, and then you flip through seven pages of him yelling "aura, aura, aura." And you're like, "Oh, oh, shit. it really was." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this is so, oh, it's so good. It's so hard to like. It feel it feels like like I'm definitely a person that was going to just love this anime when we were going to talk about it because I've watched it, I've mm-hmm. rewatched it. This is, I think, my fourth or fifth time watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was I was tailor-made to just be, like, the biggest proponent of it. And like I said, it was a show that I had seen multiple clips of multiple times, and I was excited to, to get into it. To get context. Yeah. yeah, basically. Not that the context made any more sense. Context didn't... didn't I, turns out I didn't need the context. There were great scenes all in the room. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the reason why this show still lives to this day through GIFs and clips. And memes. And memes, because it's like, this show, you don't need the context for what's going on. You can, like, you can watch a skit from beginning to end, and all you just go is, yeah, this is just an anime girl that experienced this one thing. Yep. 100%. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about music, because I don't think we really talked about that at all. No, we haven't. Uh, I don't have much to say on it. 
Okay. I really, really liked that they changed the end theme every single episode. That, that is nice. I didn't realize it until the <laughs> latter half. Oh, so the so here's the thing, right? So the first ED isn't changing the words of the song, but it's changing how it's being sung. So at one point, there's a doo-wop version. Yeah. And that's the one where you can really <laughs> tell that they're changing it. Because they like change instruments. They change like tempo a little bit of the song but they never change the words or and like sometimes the singer will be a little bit different or whatever yep so the the, the first half is a lot more subtle changes exactly yeah until you hit that doo-wop woman you're like that wait a minute <laughs> that right there is not what i listened to last episode and that's when you finally start catching on to what they're doing and then you have the second one where it's just different different kinds of or different, different song every time yeah it's a different but they're all so, they're all the same type of song where it's all the like school anthem like songs where it's something where a choir a chorus of people would sing mm-hmm. which yeah. is always great and it's just really good and then we have the openings which are cool. <laughs> right so good so they're both good in their own regard but I think the second one's better. The second one is way better. <laughs> like, the second one is so good just because of when you get the brash moment of the deep the deep singing and the yeah. drums going... And she's shooting the fucking machine gun when it's doing it, and you're like, oh, this is this is so good. And, uh, like, even the background music, though, like, it sets a good tone for what... Like, the beginning... You can tell what tone we're going to have for the skit with how the beginning track kind of goes. Okay. Because there's, like there's like a slow, smooth kind of one where you're like, oh, this is going to be like a kind of happy one. And then there's this one that's like curiously like you don't like it's like a I, we're not sure what's going to happen yet. And then there's the like it's going to start off it, like the ones where the where it starts off with the joke right off the bat and, you're, and it's got this like weird almost like a like intense mm-hmm. song playing because the jokes are you're already in the middle of the joke you're not at the you're not at the it's po- it's the setup necessary yeah it's possible i didn't really pay attention to like what was going on musically because i was so invested on making sure i got the jokes that were being oh, said yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. again it's it's definitely one of those things where i I, I, because this is this thing that I'm re-watching, I definitely yeah. can catch it a lot more. Uh-huh. But I definitely also do listen for background tracks now because it, it's one of the things that came from Gurren Logan when I was younger because I'd had friends that were like, I'd be like, yeah, the, the opening's like the best song in the show. And they're like, no, Matt, you haven't, what are you talking about? Go go listen to the Viral's theme. I'm like, what do you mean Viral's theme? And then I go get the soundtrack and i listen to all the background tracks i'm like oh i'm very wrong <laughs> i'm extremely wrong about everything i just said it's not Roro fight the power is not the best song in that show though no. it is one of the best yeah <laughs> and it's one of those things where ever since then i've kind of tried to listen to background tracks while i'm also paying attention to everything else because i just need to it's a thing that i don't need to do but it's yeah something that i want to be able to keep track of because it's a it's a it's a good tell as to a quality of a show with how good their background music can and can't be sometimes mm-hmm. and we've we've discussed it yeah when we, we had have, a bad sure. when we've had bad background it's, tracks it's just like ugh. 
uh, that's one of those film production things that it's uh, the better they are at the thing or at what they're doing, the less noticeable it is. Editing is the biggest one. The better the editor is, the yeah. less you notice the editing. Yeah. Like yeah. if you don't, if you don't catch editing at all, that means the editor is spot on, and the background music and that sort of detail is another one of those things where if you're not even realizing that the background music is adjusting or anything, that means they're they're doing, they're doing their, their job, job properly. Very well, yeah. One thing I will say about the opening is that. It visually works really well with this the song that they chose and edited, no matter where it is throughout the point. Like yep. there's a bunch of anime openings where they're like, okay, like we've made an opening, it like gives you your characters, and then like here's a song as well. It kind of should maybe kind of give you an indication of what the season's like, but this one's like, no, no, no. no. I this think all goes hand in hand. Yeah, I think they picked the songs first yeah. before they made those openings, especially because. Uh, I might I might show you guys you two the actual uh, music videos for the first and second opening because mm-hmm. I remember one of those music videos is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could probably toss links in the description after the fact, right? I Easy might, to... yeah, I'd probably do that. But it's definitely one of those things where the uh, the music videos for these openings are s- like the first ones, like kind of, I believe just a normal opening. I might yeah. be wrong on that. But the second one on his Wikipedia has like a chart. Is <laughs> <laughs> so weird for its opening. Oh, sorry. That it has a it has an ending themes chart. Yeah. Of composers and notes and performers. Yeah, I because mean, because it keeps it, it does do yeah, that. It, it changes. Yep. It's great. Um. Anyways, I I feel like we're approaching the need to rank. Yes. All for right. sure. Uh, who should start? Matt. Okay, well, I'm going to give it an S. I was going to give it an S every day of the week. I know. Rob? <laughs> I'm with Matt. It, it deserves the S. I agree. I agree that it is an S because it is a show that you can, like... It is a show you can, A, recommend to everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has stellar <laughs> animation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And its story is good. Yeah. It, what, what it, it, hits, story there it hits all the top notes for all the okay. categories that we care about. Yeah, and it just it hits every it hits so well. Just every bit of it, like, mm-hmm. and the fact that like some people like you could show that you could be like, yeah, we're gonna yeah, a person that barely, that's barely watching anything. You want to watch some Nietzsche Joe? He's like, okay, and then you get to a scene that he's probably seen on the internet. You get to yep. the deer the deer suplex, and then he's like, oh, I know this thing from that thing, and then it's like <laughs> you got him because he because nobody has ever not laughed at that deer at the suplexing the deer. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> And it's just one of those things where I, I was worried that Henry was going to have the same feelings about this as he did from uh, like high school boys. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, I, d- I really hope I don't have to have the same the same no moment that I did in that episode. But I'm but glad. this time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad well, that we... <laughs> we had Robert, but it was still two against one. Yeah, it was two against one. It was two against one, but we were also placing it on a list and we weren't all getting our own real say. Yeah. So it was like, I don't re- I don't want to be the only person saying this is an S while everybody says it's a C or something like we had previously. No, no this is much better yeah, than that. That's fair. All right. Now it's the fun part. 
Henry, I want you to have we a get, phone because you're we the get host. to hit we get to hit the degenerator button. Yeah, we get to hit oh. the degenerator button, and you get to read all the things. I'm ready. Uh, Inari Con Con, I N A R I, K O N K O N. It's three words. Inari Con. Inari Con Con Koe Eroa. It just says Inari Con Con on my on my thing. So gotcha. Frazzle-haired middle schooler Inari Fushimi is less than average. She's painfully shy, horribly clumsy, but despite all this, she's undeniably kind. Running about the winding streets of her hometown, she takes a shortcut through a local shrine and stumbles upon a small fox pup in a river. After rescuing him, she continues on, but from that moment on, her life takes a drastic turn. Grateful for, for rescuing the pup, the shrine goddess Uka no Mitama no Kami, or Ukasama, grants Inari a fragment of her power. Now she has the ability to transform into anyone by shouting the magic phrase Inari Kon Kon. Could this power also grant her the courage to convey her feelings to her crush? With her new heavenly ability and the fox spirit Kon, Inari forms a sincere friendship with the Ukasama, encounters more of the supernatural world, and learns what true love learns that true love has no bounds. It's only ten episodes. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's that's gonna at least help a bit. Uh, Inari Kon Kon, the ABCs of love. And where can we find this online? Uh, it says licensors are Funimation, so probably Funimation. That would make sense. Uh, <laughs> let me right on the nose there. <laughs> Ten uh, episodes is not that many. No. Nari Con Con. Yeah, it's only on Funimation.com. Huh. Uh, yeah, sometimes you get like short series in a season. I mean, I'm about it. Yeah, it looks it looks fine. Uh, yeah, it means that I yeah. Uh, as long as it actually grabs my attention, I don't have to worry about uh, trying to finish it up the day of when I get off work. Oh, there's an OVA sequel. Three hours before we record. How many episodes is the OVA sequel? There's no. one? I don't know. No. Hopefully not. Well, we'll find out. We'll see what Funimation it's has. It's just the one episode. Okay, so it'll probably be Funimation. We'll have it as an 11th episode if it's on there. But it won't matter if it is right. or isn't. Yeah. All right. So that's... Uh, that's it, right? Yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, Rob, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Boromortal on Twitter and most other social medias, or you can uh, hear me on Major Spoilers Podcasts, uh, specifically Critical Hit. Henry, where can we find you? Uh, places on the internet. I lurk. <laughs> Henry, I need you to say, you're, you're the one that runs our Twitter. I need you to at least say Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry about so, it. Why is he our social media guy? <laughs> uh, we are at WorksNRD on Twitter, and I also run our Facebook page for NRD Works. And then I am at AnimeNRD, and uh, I, on Twitch I am twitch.tv slash spellNRD. And uh, on January... I have to look at calendar. On January 21st, that is Thursday, January 21st, at... Uh, time that is still to be determined probably 10 a.m because usually people of the house will be clear of people by then um i will be i will be streaming my opinions on all of the anime of winter 2021's season Will I believe this episode be out by that point. Yes, that's this ep- I'm I'm putting this episode out the Friday, literally tomorrow. Oh, okay. 
The plan is I'm just going to edit the episode and put it out the next day. So that it stops being this, I have to, like, plan ahead of... Yeah, that's a bold plan. It's not that hard. It's bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for him. Well, we'll find out if this... It, because I'll probably tell you that if this is going up tomorrow. It's true. You better. All right. Uh, well, with that, I believe we are done and over and out. This has been 26 and Under with Henry, Matt, and Rob. Have a wonderful rest of your whatever. Ha, 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 ha.